0: Good afternoon. My name is Dale Marshall, and I want to welcome you to the Kitchen Sink Conversation podcast. Again, I'm a little nasally today. Um, So uh, I want to introduce the rest of the podcast. We have Abigail Walcott, we have Natasha Marshall, and we have Kimberly Case. And so in the last podcast, we kind of ended where um, Natasha was sharing with us a a statement or a quote from Michelle Um, Obama, her book, where she wrote about how she felt about the relationship and, you know, people were up in arms. So I actually want to let Natasha jump in and kind of finish that statement, and then we'll go from there.
1: Uh, Yeah, not verbatim what she was saying, but one of the um, highlights of her book while she was on tour was the fact that she was unhappy in her marriage for a period of time because she felt as though she was taking a back seat to her husband's aspirations and goals. Mm-hmm. And she was just in the marriage by herself while he um, attain, attain, obtained and achieved his mm-hmm. wants. And sometimes in a marriage for it to work, one person does have to take a back seat. And unfortunately, most of the time it is the female. Mm-hmm um she also said she didn't like him
2: that
1: she did she said she did not she like, she him. like him mm-hmm. but
2: i think because it's probably not what she signed up for do you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. when you you think about what is when we when we start talking about marriages right when you think about oh i get to wake up with him every day you know mm-hmm. it's sex whenever we want it it's mm-hmm. like you know it, you think about making his dinner when he comes home from work and be being being cute cooking in heels like we think about like all of these really fantastical types of things nobody signs up for like this negro on the road you're in iowa again you got a bitch in iowa like you know because he because that's a swing state Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know and oh 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 now you're in ohio like it's and i'm over here in chicago raising these two girls by myself like you we don't have that conversation about late nights we don't have that conversation about tight budgets we don't have mm-hmm. that conversation about business trips yeah. long business yeah. trips we don't have the conversation about middle of the night phone calls emergencies and yeah. like that that's not a part of it because we we automatically assume that we're, we're so in love we can handle it love there conquers fantasy. all fantasy, right We yeah. we put the we start throwing Bible texts at it, you know, um, for the love of God, what sustains us. And like we, we do these things. And then when the reality of it sets in, we're not equipped to deal with the bumps in the road. And all of a
0: sudden, the tires fly off and the whole marriage is sidelined. Because anything could become, an abu- become Absolutely. a bump at some Absolutely. point. And I actually literally had this conversation with someone where it's like, once upon a time in the relationship, you know, it wasn't a big deal to pick up his socks and put in the well, right. you know in the hamper. At some hamper. point, you didn't mind. At you didn't mind. At some point, like that's the it's the straw. Like I keep telling him, put his socks in the hamper, and mm-hmm. he won't. I tripped over your damn shoe again. You know, it's like <laughs> I remember watching something. It was like just him breathing and chewing. Oh my and god, he's snoring. Uh, exactly. Do you know my, there
2: was a point where my husband's like his snoring <laughs> was what I fell asleep to, mm. and then there was a point where I wanted to kick him in his spine (laughs) like (laughs) shut up like it but
0: yeah the dynamic so for
2: me when i was fantasizing about killing him i knew we had a problem (laughs) right like that's when it was like oh you might you might be upset
1: counseling and marriage that <laughs> folks don't tell you about no him. it isn't but right i when we went to marriage counseling that wasn't what was covered mm. did nobody talk about it. same
2: mm-hmm. nobody said that i would look at him and nobody want to be headed.
1: said that um i kind of love myself more than i love you
2: right Ooh. So, Ooh. Mm. um
1: some things i'm just not gonna put up with
2: right nobody said that
1: so how are we gonna work that out
2: <laughs> mm wasn't a yeah. part of the conversation and
1: i know they want to tell you about the the trio and the hierarchy of things and you mm. know it's supposed to be the god the husband the the, ch- the children the, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. um that order didn't work well for me mm. because my order of opera bondi was well my children the babies they need to come first mm-hmm. now they're your children so i understand why that it's not that way in your book too
2: mm-hmm. No, so but they, I don't understand, understand. Yeah.
1: we brought them here together, right? Yep. We're not talking about somebody else's child that I had for <laughs> you or you had for me. These are our children we had together. Right. So they're babies. They need their mother more at this point than they need you. So why you can't understand that? Right.
2: And why aren't why you are looking you to help me? Mm-hmm. Right.
1: No, that I'm wasn't I'm an wrong. issue because I was going, th- I was mandating to help Period. No, that wasn't yeah. the issue. But the issue was, you got an attitude? Yeah what's wrong well, so right that's a common but thing what I'm, I'm not gonna true. do is babysit your attitude while mm-hmm. i'm being a mother i gotta nurse
2: them gonna, and you what i'm
1: not gonna do is abandon my children because you feel in some type of way i get it you got an only child syndrome but you need to go see a therapist about that mm-hmm. and i'm not the one that's going to cater
3: to that behavior right
1: so this is what's going to happen
3: so i was there, there was a Instagram, TikTok, or something had about this. And uh, I thought it was interesting of what the dad said because they were, they, again, they had a conversation. Who comes first? The, the husband, the child. Stupid conversation. And so the, the woman was like, she was like, you know, I, I hear it all the time. She's like, I'm going to go to my, my husband and my kids and see what they say. And it was interesting what he said. He said, you know, he said, when I, my my wife, he said, for me, my wife comes first. He said, and the spousal relationship comes first. He said, because if you have a healthy spousal relationship, then that healthiness will go down into your kids. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting because I, I agree, I'm one of the ones that my kids come first, no matter what. Latoya
1: Luckett had a conversation and she she she, she said that as well about the, you know, putting the, the. So people's experiences are their experiences. I understand the order, but there's a particular time for that order. Right, I agree. there's a time. You can't for that order. put that order on babies or toddlers or or, emergency situations or or children of a certain age yeah like her situation there was a stepchild involved and then she had her own two children Mm. i'm not sure she was talking about the stepchild or her children but her marriage ended pretty quickly Mm. but she's adapted to this thing where the 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 husband's got to be a priority over the children i'm not sure where she was going with that but if that's the way you feel but if your child is crying and your husband wants a sandwich, you want to make the sandwich mm-hmm. first? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, no, that's,
0: I'm, I'm confused, confused by that. Why? Like, what do you mean who come first? Like you said, in that example, yeah, the children will come first. Right. Like it it's it so, seems like And
1: that's what I'm saying. Her no-brainer. kids are pretty young. So I'm not sure where she was going with that statement. I agree with that statement. If my child is twelve, if my child is twenty-two, mm-hmm. and they're making it so My husband and I's relationship is being tested somehow because you're making demands on one parent versus another. Mm -hmm. Then we have to come together as a unit and stand united to combat whatever it is that you're trying to pull us against. But I did that when I was co-parenting. Because what you're not going to do is come tell me dad said this and this and think I'm not going to pick up the phone and say, excuse me. Or what did you say? what well, right. I don't yeah. have a problem doing that. Yeah. Whether I'm married, co-parenting or otherwise. So that's why I'm like, it just depends. People come with their own personal traumas to relationships and I think we don't discuss that enough
3: before At we all. say
1: I do. At all. And At all. Believe it or not, birth order plays a lot. Yeah, it does. And people's personalities in their rhyme or reason of things because i'm the oldest my sister's the youngest even though there's two of us we grew up in the same household and we have two totally different views yeah my brother and i have totally Mm -hmm. different personalities
2: Mm -hmm. so gender and age gender and birth order
0: yeah we have two totally different personalities like your perspectives are definitely going to be different Mm -hmm. and you know both of you probably were raised like the only child even though they knew they had two children you're still the only child and she came up as the only child you know if there weren't any siblings again two three four five years apart yeah you're the only child like even with my nephew he's seven he for the first seven years of his life even though he has an older brother and a older sister, sister and god knows what his father has grown grown adults grown adult children i'm not counting them he grew up like the only child you know this baby that just came She's going to be the only child. Right.
2: Because they're seven years. Because they're them seven
0: apart. years apart. You know, yeah. um, one thing I wanted to talk about, um, the emotional draining. And so you're right. Like, I know people, some people take the time to have that uh, couple counseling prior. Yeah. Right. And some people that pre-marital are... premarital marital counseling. pre and People that are uh, well-established in their church, you know, they will go to their minister or whatever. And they will have that, you know. Um, Never again. And so it should be
1: continual. But we say premarital, but
0: it needs to be if ongoing. That thing needs to
1: happen yeah. once a month. Continual. Well, so yeah. I think
2: there's premarital, and I think that there is. I do think that there's something to be said of like support through the right. first couple of years. But and I think and then maintenance. Like there's maintenance. nothing wrong, but we just want to check wait, in. No, we want We wait, wanna, to problems, we wait we until wait something's problems. wrong, and usually it's too late. It's, it's like yeah. any other medical yeah. issue. Once you start feeling the pain. There's probably an infection. Yeah. yeah. Do you understand? So, yeah. like I, I personally feel like you ask this question about order, my answer is yes. Which one comes first? Yes. Because all of them come first at different <laughs> points, depending on the situation. situation. Everybody comes first. And if everybody doesn't get an a top, you know, a chance at the top spot, then we're doing it wrong. We're doing it wrong because at some point you should look at me and say, Yeah, my wife's the priority. At some point mm-hmm. I should look at my husband and say, I know kids, we said this, but dad really needs whatever. Right. And at some point we should look at each other and go, yo, Tommy really needs XYZ. So, so, so the
1: kid understands what that means. So.
2: Right, but but that because that's why it has to be a continuous thing. There has to yeah. be some consistency and how we do our decision making and problem solving yeah. as a family. Yeah. So there should be converse just the same way you have a family meeting to discuss whatever is the same way you should have regular like, therapy yeah. there should be like there should be some consistency to how you approach problems
1: like because things. it happens me dating you is one thing
0: right me living
1: with you is another thing
0: yeah i just feel like people just wing this thing they just wing it and yeah. just we are we it. that's it why we're all, for the all best starting
2: yeah that's why we're all starting at the bottom with every generation because we've not figured it out yet yeah and we should have we should have and we should
0: have listen people were like well there's no manual for this there's tons of information and not and this no, is but the there are examples we why yeah. haven't we figured out what not to do well just i feel like socially and as far as human nature is christian i feel like we're behind we, we
1: we have a playbook per se but then you have to think people are human beings you can't what's good for me isn't gonna be good for you Isn't gonna be good for my son or my daughter you can tr- you can have some type of a game plan or consistency and i think kids want stability and consistency right yes they, right. Want. they, they need that they want game i need you to right. know, the, 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 well, that, you know i need to know i live at 9809 dewberry street and i've lived there for the last 15 years not that i've lived at dewberry street for two months i lived at 28.
0: Joe me address what, me. Are <laughs> what are you doing
1: what are you doing so, they wouldn't have known that. But anyway, she was you know no solicitors,
0: <laughs> no solicitors, please.
1: Well, <laughs> I'm just saying that as far as making stability and consistency. Because the one thing my middle child hates is being uprooted. Mm. And I
0: used to be
1: like, but bro you act like we move all the time. I know, don't, I know, don't, I know. I, I, I said, we're not going to move no more. Our last move, he was determined, he wasn't going nowhere. I said, well, see you later. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it over here. Can't even walk to the store, mm. and we get. I said, "Bro, you figure it
2: out." Mm-hmm. But that I mean he that changed. speaks to transition. Yeah, he and has he challenges with transition, yeah. changing. But I think for some kids, that change means well. If I can change where yeah. I live, what else is gonna change? And it, yeah. it causes a little bit of anxiety for yeah. them. So yes, but that's that's precisely what I'm saying. Then then we got to figure out a way to prepare that kid we recognize, hey, oh, that kid is having some anxiety. Then when, when we're talking about the move, while the rest of us are excited, some sort of preparation and extra information mm-hmm. is a priority for him that's needed for that child. But we never do, girl, he'll be all right. He got a big room. He don't mm-hmm. have nothing to be excited about. Like we completely just disregard yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. And and just
3: take it into account. Like, right. When we moved, I made sure he went with us. He got to see the houses. Mm-hmm. He got to, say put what he if he liked this he didn't like this so that he felt he was a part a of part know. of the yeah. process yeah, yeah. Um, um, however so even
0: with all that said if if you it's very possible you and yvette would have saw or found something that you like that he might not and he would he, he, he wouldn't have gotten it, to say yeah, yeah. you know it was i mean so it's great you know but he's still not going to get the final say and just to kind of you know uh follow up with what you were saying so yeah there's there's a lot of information there's a not a lot of knowledge out there and so yeah I think there are a lot of areas where that that is very accurate what you said there's not like a uh you know one size fit all but there's definitely some things are just just really consistent basic. and basic right. really consistent and basic and there's so some
2: general things that we need to do away with <laughs> you know, there are general things that we need to change we need to be like we need to increase our awareness and Mm. yeah they don't need to continue
0: what don't need to continue just different things so so I'd I'd like for you to think about that because I'd like to get an example because you know one of the things that you know I'm thinking like with communication like that I can't believe how people just still don't know how to communicate, in they 20, don't. That's a, that's, that's a huge one. That's a huge one. Allow
1: the children to communicate, and children go there. Up you the go, adults that don't, don't that. communicate, yeah. yeah. And that was one of the biggest sticking points. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. My relationship, yeah. I'm gonna talk about myself. No, it's like no, the children get to say what the problem is,
2: right? Mm. You don't
1: get to shut kids up and tell them no, just because I said no, 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 no. that's not how we parent right over here, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. what's the problem? Right, You get to speak. Now there comes a point where you're speaking too much and we're going to have to cut it, <laughs> it off. <low>. <laughs> no, but there is. I need She's to right. know what you, how you're feeling. How am I supposed to know what you're feeling if you're sitting over in the corner? Mom, 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 what's wrong? No, speak.
2: Yeah. Speak up. Because yeah. we can't fix it if you're sitting there wait, like wait, that. With that. And because I need to know what's going on. I see a total change in my child's behavior. We get, look, something is happening. Yeah. Drugs, somebody's hurting you, you're being, but look, what is, something is happening. Right. And just be like, well, I don't know what, he just, you know how teenagers are. No, no
0: I don't. No. And come
2: here. Yeah.
0: What is wrong with you? There's free trainings for that. <laughs> but there you, is. You, there's free tra- And This is the thing. So, and I said this the other day. So if any one of us were putting our child in daycare, the daycare workers are supposed to be trained, right? Certified right. some type to of credential licensure. However some 18 year old can just squeeze a whole bunch of them out and she don't need anything she don't need a credential she don't need a license mm-hmm. not even any type of um education as far as early childhood development like if if i'm sending my child somewhere for eight hours but you got the child <clears throat> if you got the child for you know most of you know a huge chunk of the you know all of the, pretty much the, the rest of the time right so you should be educated also into like what is necessary you know um to help this child to help this child navigate to make sure this child's needs are being met and i just feel like because you know your mama did it and your grandma did it they feel like all these things are just passed down or some things are just innate or automatic and and not everyone is mom material and not everything is common sense everyone doesn't have that same degree or level of common sense
2: so i had a cps case where the girl had a baby and the mom the mom forced her to carry and so the hospital was telling her oh once she gets the baby home her motherhood instincts will just kick in and everything will be fine and so there were there were double calls one for uh, abuse Grandmother to mother and neglect mother to child. And she keeps saying, I never wanted this. I said I didn't want this. I don't feel anything. I don't want. And they they kept insisting that just give it a chance. Motherhood is you will just come to you naturally. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. The same way we were talking about in another episode about you know um parenting, you know, like it 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 doesn't. It doesn't come to men. It doesn't come to women. It doesn't just kick in mm-hmm. that you have to want that right. And then you, there are so many books when I was coming up. I think the Dr. Spock books huge. were huge yes. when I was in school, it was Dr. Terry Brazelton was huge. Um, and so, and, and then I, I've studied all types of child development theories because I'm fascinated with that, but like there, there are things out there, but you have to, you have to think that it's important enough to want to, to look into that. You have to have examples of people doing some things differently. Like I know black people who will say to Natasha, ooh, you let your baby tell you what's wrong. Like so much attitude. Yeah. Or the first way of dealing with an adverse behavior is girl, beat him. He need, a, he need an asshole. Like that's their first punishment. thing. And then it's corporal punishment. You're just gonna hit him upside the head. You're yeah. not gonna try to figure out yeah. why they're acting up in the first place or where the challenges are. I had a case this weekend, this past week, not this weekend, this past week where mom is just going in on the kid Mm -hmm. about some behaviors. And finally I said, do you feel like you can control these behaviors? And the kid goes, no, like sometimes I get these thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so she started describing intrusive thoughts and like impulsivity issues. And I went, because you're getting in trouble. Your phone has been taken. Your mother's like, no, you can't keep your hair in and like right. all of these things. And it's not changing the behavior. They're still having like these impulses they're still doing. And I'm like, so either we have an ODD situation mm-hmm. or there's, you know, something yeah. else yeah. happening that we need to look into. But mom's just, she just don't want to listen. She just She's evil. Bad. She, bad. Called, she called her yeah. a winch. you know yeah. like? Yeah. And I'm like, bro, like chill. But that's why my parenting is different because
1: I think it will look in every day see because i was a strong-willed child mm-hmm. but my mother was also a teenage parent and had mm-hmm. no experience with dealing with a strong-willed child because mm-hmm. she was an older child and she only knew what her mother did what and her mother was, did and mm-hmm. that was beat.
3: right so mm-hmm.
1: you're beating me every day because i'm strong you don't know what to do with me and i'm my thinking is well you're not gonna listen so i'm gonna do it anyway i'm gonna do and it and anyway. that's what they said they were like you just didn't care how many times you got beat, yeah, that's what and they you have, do, that's do, what that's what so in my turn Growing up, it's always been like, I'm always going to listen to my kids. I'm always going to let them say mm. what they need to yeah. say. Do you know how many times I had to actually beat my kids? No. Not that many. Yeah, I didn't get a lot of beatings right. either. Why? Because we understood. Right. We communicated. This yeah. is why you're not going to do this. This is what. Does it happen one time? No. It's because. Yes. Mm-hmm. You need to keep doing it.
0: I wonder yeah. how much if you of you um, that,
1: You don't have to beat them. Right. I, agree. I tell that to my daughter now. Right. If you're consistent, you don't have to keep beating him. Right. You don't have to threaten him. Yeah. I said I take the spoon and I put it right here. Behavior changes, mm. but you have to be consistent. You mm. can't do it today and not do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Set the boundaries. Just
1: like with my youngest, everybody thinks she's God's greatest gift. That's mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at an event and she's doing that that's like come look y'all get other i said that's my child i know what she's capable of right i said y'all know her a certain way mm-hmm. she's been giving her brother and sister lip she might be the most spicy one
2: yeah i don't
1: know my kids right mm-hmm. and nothing you could tell me about any one of them that i would say huh
2: yeah you'd be mm-hmm. shocked and amazed no
1: she is might be the one that will tell you where to go and how far to get there right if
2: you make but that's mad. the thing like, what you, did you do what she, did you do before she
1: said that and that would be my thing she's not disrespectful. it's not that, that she manner. can't do that but mm-hmm. what but did you do she's first the one that has the tongue that yeah. will light you up and you'd be like <laughs> i'm not gonna call her late yeah, yeah I don't know.
0: Well, you know the thing is, when when you were saying that you were strong-willed and they would just spank you, they use corporal Beats. punishment. Be- I'm <laughs> sorry. i uh, with whatever, trying available. to clean it up a little bit." We won't call CPS for Monica. <laughs> no, not, not not <laughs> now. <I'm calling> <laughs> uh, not just putting it out there. But but um, I think part of that and they're trying to break your spirit they don't understand how that can break a child's spirit right like that constant beatings spankings lashings, the licking <laughs> that 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 breaks a child's spirit. but that's what they're trying to do but that's what they want it's to it's do fear. that's it's the thing. Fear. and it's, it's it's the um it's the uh the the the, the i guess negative reinforcement right it's, it's like, breaking horses it, yeah it is it's, it's how, it how you is. break a, you break
2: yes. a horse yeah you know it's constant whipping constant grabbing around the neck and yes with with yes. animals now they've got all these it's laws control. and about like how to lead them and get them to trust you right. and do these things but with children it is still the the principle it's is control. i mean you can you, know, you can, you can tie control. it back right. to like buck breaking yeah you could you could tie it mm-hmm. to a lot of things but ultimately it's that spirit because it is control because it's dominance because mm-hmm. that's the only way they know no. how to parent yeah let
3: me tell you my son he can tell you. He can tell you he's probably had three beatings in his 15 years that he's been on this planet. And he can tell you every single beating and why he can't.
2: And why. Mm-hmm.
3: But the th- if if he's in school and he's acting up and they say, I'm going to call your mom, that would put him into a straight breakdown of tears, crying. like Not because he's fair I'm going to beat him. Because he's fear of I'm gonna be upset at what he did or I'm disappointed in what mm-hmm. he did. That is more a thing to him than me being. Definitely.
2: Him. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I remember doing something once and it was just a look on my father's face. Mm-hmm. It made me feel like I'd been kicked mm-hmm. in the gut. Like mm-hmm. I was literally physically sick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my daddy looked at me like that. Like I felt awful.
0: Yeah.
2: My mother my mother and I it's well, our relationship is totally different, but my dad all I had to do was look at me a certain mm-hmm. way and I was like, Oh I'm sorry, <laughs> like it was bad. Mm-hmm. And he never hit me. He didn't never he never had yeah, to. Yeah. But he was really, really clear in what his expectations for me were. Mm-hmm. And when I didn't meet up to them, I knew it.
0: Because it showed all over his face and it just took the wind out of my sails. And so, you know, we talk about these things and I hear people when they when they have guilt, mm-hmm. you know and shame oh. and guilt. Ooh. And those things are destroyers of a, a of an individual's, you know, um everything, everything, <laughs> everything. It is, and so like you now I'm dealing with, you know, I work with patients, and it's like this all these little things. They feel guilt. They feel so much guilt. They feel so much guilt and so much shame. And I was like, well, so it's like I'm trying to peel back the layers. See, where is all this shame? Because the thing when they tell me that, I'm like, okay, there ain't nothing to be right? Like my, my face me. is blank, right? Yeah, because like, I went yeah. the story. But they feel yeah. immense shame and guilt. guilt it's the worst Ooh, it is hard. yes it is it's yes hard. it is and there's some parents out here they are good they got a. they oh the they got a phd a phd in in guilt parenting because it's manipulation oh Guilty. absolutely and if you, you manipulate want, me
2: you'll abuse me but go ahead mm.
0: So I mean, all of that is aggressive is, behavior. Uh, it
2: is. It's emotional and yes. emotional abuse. Yeah, it, it is. Guilt tripping is emotional abuse. Yeah. Call it what it is, and I definitely, yeah. I, I definitely know some masters.
0: So you know, I have a book called Toxic Parents, and I don't know yeah. the author, but it goes down the list. I'm going to need you of, to remember
2: some things. I know one
0: day. Listen, if you realize, if I'm not going to share my age, not that I'm ashamed <laughs> about another time, but it's like I, I'm just not holding on to those types of details anymore. It just does mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I can definitely, you know. Uh, Be more specific about mm-hmm. other things in the book. Maybe not so much the year, the author, or whatever have you, but I can probably give you the title and, and what's sticking out to me, like what's significant. But one of the things that I wanted to say was, um, I want to get the word right. Is it a fantasizing? So the, the, the adult, the child. So it's like what you're doing is you're always swooping in and fixing things and correcting things and and not infantilism. allowing infantilism okay so not um cuz the other one is murder is that I think okay. so yes. but not we'll, killing we'll the check out. yeah but but what they do is is they they want it's a form of control it's a it's a form of toxic parenting so you're always inserting yourself into your child's uh res- responsibilities or problems right. or whatever and fixing them and not allowing that adult child to problem solve and to, to figure things out. For even your
2: young child, your school age child to grow right. into adulthood in yeah. that. So my nephew told me today, one of the coaches was giving him a hard time. And I said, do you need me to call the school? He said, no, Auntie, I got it. I'm going to mm-hmm. do this and I'm going to do that. And I said, well, I trust you to know what you can handle. Mm-hmm. If it gets to the point that you can't handle it, call me back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. But I had to back off because he's like, no. He had a plan and he had what he wanted to do and he thought, well, if you do this, it's gonna cause these other problems. This is how I wanna deal with it. And I had to I had to fall back and he's 12, but yeah. he told me very plainly what it is he wanted to do. And to say, no, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna tell your dad and he mm-hmm. needs to do,
3: yeah.
2: that takes all of his power away. Yeah. And it and that is essentially me disregarding his voice. And I do not want my nephew mm-hmm. to grow up to be that type of man who, who has no voice, yeah. who stops communicating, who expects people to come in women
1: don't want to do everything
2: they want to take off everything that but but have gotten in the habit of waiting for -hmm. black women to come in and fix Mm -hmm. it because they always Uh, do yeah yeah.
0: right so just giving him that space But looking at maybe in the next uh, uh podcast we could talk about the genesis of that maybe we could focus on that because we did start we were about to wrap up but we started with um michelle's book and, you know, just, just to kind of wrap that up. That's why it's really important for us to find ourselves at some point, every woman, every man should be doing their own soul, soul searching and figure out like, what's your purpose? Cause it's more than just being a mom. That's great. Do mom things, be a mom, be the best, but there's gotta be a, a, another, there's other sides of, to you. You're not just a mom and a wife, you know, you probably had a whole life prior to that and kids leave the nest, you know, and. You know just finding the other the other person but having that your you are.
2: appropriate development is what leads you to know what you need in your other relationships and that is where we started is knowing about the different types of
0: relationships so this is Dale marshall we have to wrap up i'm sorry but we're going to try to pick up so um please follow us soon we have abigail walcott natasha marshall and kimberly case thank you